Greetings, my nerds, and welcome to another episode of the Northwest Nerd Podcast, where we cover pop culture, science, and technology with the Pacific Northwest focus. On today's roundtable episode, we got some very special guests. We got a huge panel in the room this week. We got that guy named John from the About to Review podcast. We got Emily and Kevin from the Deadbeat Film Society. Uh, we've done crossover episodes with both of these shows in the past, and we wanted to bring in some of our favorites. You know, you, you want to see your favorite people around the holidays, and that's exactly what we do with this episode because we are talking about holiday movies. The best ones, the ones that we most highly recommend, our favorites. It's subjective. It's objective. We get into <laughs> quite a few fights. Um, there is one particular movie that Dyer chooses that Kevin just goes off on at one point, and now you know that I'm recording this intro after we recorded the discussion. A little bit of podcast magic for you. So that's all coming up in just a second with John, Emily, and Kevin. We got a jam-packed room of experts here. Let's get to talking to them. Uh, let's let's just go around the room. We'll start on my right over here. John, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hello, listeners of the Northwest Nerd Podcast. Uh, it is good to be back. This is that guy named John from the About to Review Podcast. Back in the studio once again. Movie reviewer extraordinaire. Uh, Thank sure. you for coming back. Award-winning movie. Next up, Emily. Hi, I'm Emily from Deadbeat Film Society. We are movie reviewers medium extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, your, uh, your partner Kevin, your podcast partner Kevin over there. Hello, well, uh, thank you for having us back. We're more like trash talkers, movie trash talkers. <laughs> oh, I like that. Honestly, that's a, that would have been a really good title for a podcast. Trash talk, oh yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emily Someone from the to. Movie Trash Talk Podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Recently so named. Good. Copyrighted. Yeah. And of course, we got uh, Dyer Oxley in here with me as always. Trash talker extraordinaire. <laughs> My God. Okay, so uh, what we wanted to do first is talk about maybe a movie or two that we're excited to come out that is new, and then get into some old classics, some uh, some holiday programming, your Christmas, Hanukkah, winter solstice, holiday-themed type stuff. So, Dyer, why don't you go first? I'll go in reverse order now. I'm going all around oh, wow. the world today. I wish the <laughs> listeners could see this. I feel like a, like a little <laughs> puppet master today uh dyer why don't you go first what are you what are you excited for uh believe it or not we actually do have a selection of films coming out in december and that came out in november as well starting off the holiday season no star wars this year which i'm okay hasn't with that Darn. okay uh or <laughs> there's too many of them i was upset about that i w- i was a little bit because it's in the off years that really but do give it, it give it six months and we will have two new star wars projects okay like, i don't know the mandalorian might not happen it is happening Pedro oh, Pascal was just cast. As we pull ourselves out of the nerd hole, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the one I am excited about. On December 14th, it's released. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones out there like Bumblebee and Aquaman. I know a lot of folks are talking about, but I think if you throw a multiverse sliders type thing going on, I will be sucked into that big time. Yeah. Kevin? Uh, <clears throat> so on our podcast, we like to talk about important films and so as I was looking at what's coming out in December, I was trying to find like, well, what's going to be a film that's important? And uh, I don't know if there was one, but there was one that caught my eye. It's called Vox Lux. Mm-hmm. And it looks like mind boggling and beautiful and kind of disturbing and weird and possibly going to be a big deal. We'll see. Um, it stars Natalie Portman. It comes out on the 7th, which is super soon. Um, and it's got Sia doing all of the music. Whoa. It's about a pop star and it's about the tragic pitfalls of fame and social media and being an icon in today's world. And it also looks like this amazing, weird, glam rock, uh, self-destructive art film. Uh, I'm super excited about it. I feel it, like I would like this more than A Star is Born. Yeah, it kind of looks like the sort of... Counter-programming. The, um, like the other side of Harvey Dent's coin. Yeah, it, there you go. <laughs> it looks like a dynamite provocation. Wow. D- if only you... We're reading that directly from the <laughs> Yeah, oh that's God. actually what is on I, the I know that Box Lux <laughs> advertisement. And it also says, prepare to be wowed. So that's better stretch. That scares me, actually. That's yeah. never a good sign. <laughs> prepare to be wowed. <laughs> hold, hold your horses. <laughs> Emily, what do you got? What are you excited for? So I actually have two that I'm excited for because I feel like they kind of relate. The first is like the superhero origin story that I've always been waiting for. On the Basis of Sex, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm. movie, tells the the beginning of her career, becoming a lawyer, um, and then ultimately winning a Supreme Court judgment um, to allow 
uh, gender discrimination to be illegal in the Constitution. So I'm super excited about that. Who's the Who's the lead in that? Um, it's okay if you don't have it in front of you. I do actually. Oh, perfect. Thanks to the Felicity internet, Jones. Felicity Jones. Oh, and her nice. R- RBG accent is on point. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that. And then the other film that I'm really excited about is Vice. On the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. Yes, the to villain. Use your same. Yes. So <laughs> I'm super excited to see um, Chunky Christian Bale play Dick <laughs> yeah. Cheney. Yes. I cannot believe how unlike himself he looks. And I'm excited about the film to begin with. But also, I just want to watch that for like over an hour and try to figure out where he is inside of that mass. Same group that did the uh, the big... Yes, short, short. Big short, yeah. And Sam Rockwell oh, as yes. George Bush. Sam yeah. Rockwell is a good George Bush, and yeah, I would yeah. not have yeah. thought, but the accent, he like really nailed it in a lot of the mannerisms. It's and like so... the mouth shape, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. is <laughs> like a really weird thing for him to pick up on so specifically, yeah. but he really gets it. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. So I'm looking forward to both of those politically themed Super films. They both come out 1225, <laughs> so no better way to spend a Christmas than living through American po- political history. <laughs> Love it. John, what you got? Uh, so all of the ones that were just mentioned, uh, I'm actually embargoed from talking about. Oh, great. Oh. Um, <laughs> so this is going to be something really, really, really independent that so, you're going to pick then. No. Uh, so first of all, Spider-Verse, uh, without going too much into it because I cannot go too much into it, go see it when it comes out. Okay. Vox Lux is super bizarre. Nice. Um, I was not really ready for it. So yeah, that was were weird. you wowed? And if so, were you prepared? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you were not prepared, uh, to, be prepared to be wowed. No, well, th- when they sent it to me, like, and it has like the box art has all those quotes on it. it has Natalie Portman being all weird? So I was like, sure, wowed. I would not say that I was wowed. I was weirded. Um, <laughs> nice. It's even better. <laughs> yeah, uh, but on the basis of sex, yeah, there's um, no way I'm not gonna like it. Yeah, and vices. Vice is interesting to watch because, again, of those performances, mm-hmm. the movie itself, I actually, never mind. Uh, I will not go too much into it. But yeah. Um, but I'm yeah. always intrigued by something that happened during my lifetime where I was old enough to remember it, yeah. but then Absolutely. young enough to where I feel like my re- memory of it is very flawed. Mm. So I want to see that for that reason. Where you're like, was yeah. he really that fat? Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> did he really shoot a guy in the face? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. did. Uh, he so did it, kids. So, so as far as like upcoming ones that... I have not seen yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquaman. I legitimately am excited for it, even though DC, come on, folks, like, just please get it together. Yeah. Please make just one good movie and where the climax is Wonder not. Wonder Woman was good. Yeah. Yeah, except the third act where it was like, oh, yeah, in the dark, in the rain, oh, fighting yeah. a giant CGI monster. Hard yeah. punching. Yeah. yeah. That's all like the super, every super all the superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. We not just a, talked about that. Quite all them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that one I'm looking forward to, but uh, Holmes and Watson. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I yeah. super want to see that too, but I already had two, and I was like, I don't want these people to think I'm a joker. I so. like that they got Hugh Laurie in there, who played yes. a Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to yep. be pretty great. And that's starring uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're back the again. Brothers. Those two, like the movie, can be trash. Those two and the chemistry mm-hmm. they have, it's good. plus the outtakes from their movies. Yeah. Yeah, it'll just be a fun hang. It. Yeah, seriously, for two hours. You get the yeah. band back together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Holmes and Watson and, and Aquaman. And I'm with you on that. I got the early tickets to see Aquaman, mm-hmm. fully knowing that I'm probably not going to like this movie. I just I'm going to be early to that conclusion. It is interesting. Yeah, you actually you will be getting to see it before I do. Oh really? Yeah, so. I was trying to schedule something with Dyer, and he's like, Ah, you know what? I got Aquaman that night. I can't do it. I was like, holy crap, man. You got Aquaman tickets already? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did the weird like uh, Adam tickets through Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, okay, I could buy a ticket and stand in line or wait for my press seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah. No, you, you made know. the right choice. I'm going to uh, trick you into saying something to get your credential taken right. away. You're getting <laughs> real smarmy over there. Yeah. <laughs> is Aquaman we are talking about. So yeah, you made the right choice. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, what about oh, you? Oh, wow, thank you. I was about to say, well, no one asked me, but I'll weigh in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am really excited for Spider-Man colon into the uni- Spider-Verse. <laughs> Such a weird title. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation looks amazing. It looks really cared for and like thought about in the way that it was constructed. The only thing that concerns me is the fact that we finally got Miles Morales, mm-hmm. the brown Spider-Man, yes. 
And all of a sudden we have like eight Spider-Men, which yeah. feels very like all lives matter to me. It feels yeah. super not a surprise. Right? And like, also a pig. We couldn't have <laughs> and also a pig. But I, th- I think the important thing- We couldn't thing, get the Miles Morales movie. We had to have like 10 more Spider-Men in there. Come unfortunately, on. yes, we did. Because I mean, again, like I- I think they underestimate the audience. That's all I'm saying. I think with Spider-Man, we needed it. They most people needed to have those touch points. They needed to see Peter Parker. They needed to Gwen Stacy. They needed these types of things. Like, I think we've had enough Spider-Man movies that people get the general gist. I think like, there have been nine powers. in the last two years, yeah. right? Don't they just <laughs> keep remaking like them? With this one, though, like I think they they did need it, but at the same time, with how the movie is structured, where they go from here, is what I'm actually most excited for. So, oh man. I wish you hadn't said that. That kind of bums me out. I hate hearing the wait till the next one. Oh, no, no. Oh, I was saying like because they laid the groundwork with this one, mm. it has enough legs. It's another one of those terms yeah. that I don't like to hear about a movie is groundwork. <laughs> well, because like I'm with you on it. There's a difference it. between just... like groundwork and yeah. world building. You know what yeah, I mean? Mm. We're like, well, this is universe. The building. world building in this like Game of Thrones is really cool. It's not like groundwork so that you can get excited for season yeah. seven. Groundwork right? sounds yeah. like Star Wars one. Like, wait yes. till you hear about mm. the Senate battles that <laughs> <laughs> created this situation. Oh, yeah. It was the I'm economy, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that one, especially if we have a whole uh, Marvel verse that is a uh, multiverse type thing. Like, mm-hmm. if, we, if I have to get a flow chart out to get this one straight, I'm all for that. We're yeah. using too many universe verse? weird Ver- terms. Okay. Very corporate. We need a universal yeah. term for that. Oh, nice. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on after that, um, our listeners surely are. Um, getting ready to head out to visit uh, visit family, visit friends, huddle up in warm rooms. Hopefully, maybe there's a fire going. I don't know. Maybe there's a tree. Maybe there's a menorah. I don't know. But one thing that will be sure is that people are going to want to get away to a movie theater at some point or perhaps just put on a movie and be in a dark room where people aren't talking as much as they are in the kitchen. Away from their family. Or perhaps <laughs> have something on that is agreeable to everybody and uh, won't start any fights, but people can kind of turn to their cousin who they only see every seven years and say, can you believe they did that back in 2002 and it was okay? That kind of stuff. So what we wanted to do is pick out maybe like a top three holiday movies and we'll go around the room again. And uh, I think we can have some fun with this. I interpreted this very loosely, so I'm excited to see mm. what you all did with it. Uh, let's start with Kevin this time. Yeah, Kevin, what you got? You look ready to go. Yeah, so Emily and I discussed, and we <laughs> tried to make two separate lists. So my list is exclusively those holiday classics that are maybe f- uh, considered for children, the animated ones. They're no less uh, amazing holiday classics and maybe are not on your guys' list. So here's my top three holiday films that we watch every year in my family are since we, I was a kid. Are we doing all three each time or are we going round yeah, let's robin? Yeah, let's just do all three. Nice. Let's okay. do it. Yeah, okay, man. Rapid fire. I'm going to hit you with it. Ready? <laughs> hit me. Uh, we'll start from the bottom. Number three, Charlie Brown Christmas from 1965. A classic. Nice. These are ones that's like everybody, even if you haven't seen it, you know the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, right? It's like a it's like a go-to word for like an ugly Christmas tree that has no limbs on it. And they play the song on the radio. Ah, that's All right. the time. Yeah, it's, it's a the classic. Ba- Personally, it's my favorite Christmas album. Yeah. Wow. Number two, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm talking about the 1966 one, not that Jim Carrey trash. Get that out of my face. <laughs> that weird dance that he does and his like hairy Shots fingers. Fired. Completely <laughs> agree. The original one. Everybody knows the Grinch. Same thing. Everybody knows the Grinch theme song. They played on the radio constantly. Uh, and number one with a bullet, the original, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from 1964. The most yes. classic Christmas film in my mind. That like weird kind of like proto-puppet stop-motion animation with uh, you got Rudolph and he's got all the like hormonal issues with yeah. his nose and his girlfriend <laughs> yeah. and his like you know dad problems and then you've got on the other side you got Hermie who wants just wants to be a dentist let the let the man be a dentist and then you got the Island of Misfit Toys and you got that abominable snowman that's classic the white with the blue face it's a classic it's one of my favorites I love that that's one my top three. one of the one of the best things about watching the stop motion these days is just the weird things that they do with their eyes yeah <laughs> like sometimes yeah. they get confused by something and the pupils just shoot all just over the place all, yeah. you're like wow they really had no other tool to express that I guess <laughs> yeah, totally. and you have to realize point. that was 10 frame like 10 shots that they had to like okay move his eyes yeah. to the left click eyes to the right click down click down. and it was like really like that that was Imagine important. working on that getting home at the end of the day like what'd you do today honey literally move a reindeer's <laughs> yeah. eyes the entire day mm-hmm. yeah super proud of it it's gonna be great <laughs> classic uh, let's uh, let's go to Emily next. Okay. DBFS, DBFS block. So on the back of that, inspired visually by the Rudolph um, clay or animation film, uh, my number three is Elf. 
from 2003. A lot of people think it's really bad. I really love it. It's like that perfect Venn diagram of silly and smart where in the middle, it's like you commit to it to the point where it becomes funny. And so I love watching that film. It came out in 2003, but it feels like a classic because visually it was modeled off of Rudolph and it has a lot of um, practical effects, Mm -hmm. which I think makes it um, a new movie that feels like you've seen it a million times. So I love that one. I saw the Broadway musical last year, which is super nerdy. It was not good, but I loved it anyway. Um, I almost got roped into seeing that. Yeah, I definitely, definitely went. (laughs) By choice. Uh huh. It was a choice. Did, did everyone hate that movie the first time they saw it? No. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. First time I, you, I hated that movie. This was divisive. I hated it. Emily and I were texting. And I was like, "You better not put Elf on that list." But, he uh, wanted me to pick. What is it? The Christmas one that they play for twenty four hours? Okay. Christmas story. It's called a Christmas I hate story. That one. It's called a Christmas. <laughs> what is that story? Christmas story movie that they <laughs> yeah. play? The movie. It's about Christmas. No it's one a story. wants to see the forties. I'm not watching best. it. No, I, I agree with you one hundred percent on Elf. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I did start with like a list of like ten to whittle down to my three. Did it make it into my top three? It's fine. We'll find well, out. I thought yeah. it was super interesting because I googled and Rotten Tomatoes has. My top three in reverse order. Oh, so mm. Elf oh, is. I know I, it was kind of contentious because their number four is Holiday Inn, which has a ton of blackface in Oof, it. Holiday so I was like, automatically disqualified. Yeah. All of your opinions are not good. <laughs> Even in God. White Christmas, yes. the, the other version with Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye, the song is kind of still in there called The Minstrel Show. Yeah, it's not good. Talking about how great The Minstrel Ooh. Show is, but they're not in blackface My Christmas, so everything is fine, right, guys? Yeah. No. No, it has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. 100%. Yeah. I was like, is there like an edited version I'm not aware of? The Holiday Inn? No. no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Holiday Inn. Yeah. Yeesh. So, um, number two, this actually is like one of my favorite movies of all time, non-Christmas. I've seen it more than a lot of other movies that are not Christmas movies, I'm going to pick Home Alone. Nice. I quote it all of the time. It's like constantly living inside of my head. I am always thinking, Kevin, whenever I talk to Kevin. (laughs) I get that Um, a lot. It also, I was surprised, but I guess not surprised. It was the number one highest grossing live action comedy until 2011 when it was overtaken by The Hangover. What? So think about this. Oh, mm. All movies, not just Holiday, from 1990 to 2011, number one was Home Alone. That Okay. How are they calculating that? It could not be box office weekend. Do they re- Play it like 500 million international box office. So that's lifetime gross. Not adjusted for inflation. So lifetime. Also, and and it might be lifetime as well because that movie did a lot. I mean, there were, and then I don't know if they're including, are they including the franchise or just just that? Just the one. Yeah, like the worst NES game of all time. It's like completely (laughs) unbeatable. It's hands down the worst. I would disqualify that movie simply for that game. Yeah. So I love Home Alone because John Hughes and John Williams are like the masters of nostalgia and both of them working together just like really gives you those Christmas feels. But to balance out that like super feel good holiday vibe, there's a lot of really dark comedy and um, the New York Times called it the first black comedy for children. And a lot of the booby traps become like really um, aggressive and yeah, he tries to kill them. Yeah, <laughs> like it stops oh, being it's like dangerous. oh yeah, it's not like oh I need to get them out of my house and do the shadows. And it's like no, I want to swing heavy objects at their face right. and knock yeah. them down a flight of stairs. Yeah. It's like, very Buster Keaton, and not only that, he opens up a Playboy in like the first yeah. fifteen minutes Amazing. of this film. Incredible, yeah. yeah. So wow. I I love that movie. Um, Buzz, your girlfriend, Woof, constantly coming oh, out yeah. of my mouth. So. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Yeah. The best. Um, and then number one, I pick National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I have mm. an ornament on my tree that has sound effects. Um, so I was actually surprised. Elf was number 25 in Rotten Tomatoes. Home Alone was uh, 45, and Christmas Vacation was 46, Oof, which was shocking Ouch. to me. I'm going next Monday to see it at Cinerama. I'm super nice. excited. Um, again, John Hughes wrote this, which is why it feels so instantly relatable and amazing. John um, Hughes wrote Christmas Vacation? Mm-hmm. I did not know yeah. that. He didn't direct it, but he wrote it. Okay. Yeah. So um, according to Google, which feels pretty uh, real. Okay. <laughs> um, so I really like this film because I have a really complicated family with like a divorce and step parents. And I have a lot of siblings. And this really rings true to me because it's like an exploration of how 
varied family relationships can be. And it's like the highs and lows of the the holiday season. And somebody just wants everyone to be happy and is constantly trying to like make the kids okay and make the in-laws okay. And everything keeps going wrong and is exploding all over the place. And so I think that this is just like the perfect comedy of errors. And I'm a big Chevy Chase fan, even though I'm pretty sure as a human, he's total garbage, but he makes me laugh (laughs) so hard. So that's my number one pick Christmas vacation. That is solid. I like that a lot. John, you're on deck. Uh, so my my number three choice, 1989, uh, directed by Jeremy Chekich, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> uh, same director as Benny and June, one of my favorite did movies. Did not know that. Um, he also did Dio Balik in the 90s, which is super yep. weird. Well, knew that. Um, didn't know Benny and June. Yeah, Benny and June. That uh, is also on my all-time favorite movie list. I ho- I own it on DVD, which I yep. know is super impressive to everybody out there. <laughs> if you ever wanted to go on a Benny and June uh, tourist walking tour, I could take you to wherever they went in Spokane. In Spokane? Yeah. Well, I will take you up on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, right now. <laughs> right. Have you done that tour physically before? I mean, before? I, I grew up there. And let's recreate so, no, the but scene I mean, in like, the park <laughs> with the- with The bench? Exactly. Or the hat. Or, oh, yeah, yeah everything. A, yeah, right by the pavilion. Oh, uh, so yeah, so National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation- this was a like family classic that we would watch. Mm-hmm. Chevy Chase, like first of all, with, like Three Amigos. Yeah, that was another family. I movie. recently watched Three Amigos and it destroyed me. Like it I couldn't amazing. breathe. I was laughing <laughs> I so it. hard. Yeah. Infamous. Yes, he's incredible. Infamous? He's so famous. He's infamous. <laughs> yeah, I. That's a movie I force people to watch if they want to continue being my. Yes. Friend. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And so like growing up with like seeing Chevy Chase in that, and then in this, like the physical mm-hmm. comedy is great. I still laugh when like the grandma hands him a big present and he like shakes it around and he was like she wrapped the cat again <laughs> like the simplest joke and i fall so out good. uh so yeah national Poons christmas vacation number three uh number two 1992 directed by brian henson muppet christmas carol that's a good one. Oh yeah wow. that yeah. was a contender for my list yeah this okay. movie is magical like just and i was re-watching it when when dyer first hit me up about like this episode and i was like I love this movie. Let me go back and risk, like we all have done at some point, like let me rewatch this childhood classic to see yeah. if it holds up. Spoiler alert, absolutely holds up. Oh, good. Like Michael Caine is just phenomenal and he treats it like he is not acting with Muppets. Like he is just in a movie giving a Michael Caine performance. Do you think he knew that they were Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> it depends. This was, uh, this was when Michael Caine was only like, let me see, 92, 90 years old. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, not not sure, but yeah, <laughs> Gonzo as Dickens instead of Michael Payne. Instead of Michael, Payne. Michael Payne. Tell the frog to bring this was me a, tea. This, <laughs> that frog's this, not listening to me. This was a very good era for Muppets, I yes. think, because they also did. Uh, I'm spaced on the name right now. Muppet like, Treasure Island. Treasure Island, exactly. Yeah. Like that era of Muppets was Solid. really like Muppets Take Manhattan was never really. The early Muppets never really got into Muppets it. Muppets from Space, though, is also after that. That was great. Yeah. That's one of my favorite ones. So yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah, it's my number two pick. Totally holds up. Uh, still really funny. Like, legitimately funny, even for a kid's movie. My number one pick, which I'm surprised nobody has said it yet, which is kind of weird, and it kind of worries me, frankly. Uh, <laughs> also from 1993, you can kind of guess or approximate how old I am. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. oh. See, I- is Night that a Halloween movie? Or I was going to say, this movie confuses me. Is, is it a, a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? So this is one of the rare movies where legitimately you can watch it on two separate holidays and it works. Yeah. But the crux of it is a Christmas movie. I fight people with this all the time. It's a Halloween movie. It takes place in Halloween town for the most part, but it is about him finding out about Christmas, going through Christmas, and they called him Santa Claus. Like this whole thing. Oh. Is it? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> a few more bars, please. <laughs> I, literally, no I could deal. sing the entire thing. <laughs> I 100% agree with you that it is a Christmas movie. I, however, am the only person I know who does not like this movie. Wow. I think I've fallen asleep in it like five or six times. Oh, I, yeah, I, mean, I, like, I just can't. I, I it might be it. the musical thing, and you know me and musicals, well, but yeah. like. Because you hate uh, joy and happiness, right? <laughs> no, I'm pro yeah. musical. I yeah. just no, I I just could I can't get into it for some reason. Oh. I have fallen asleep too. Yeah, this is another one of those movies that I hadn't seen the entire thing until I was like twenty five. Really? Because yeah. I also fell asleep. Yeah. every single time it was. See, on. I saw it in the theater when it came out, at like a youth group thing. Nice. I think when the like youth group instructor at some point was like, 
I just got to get these kids somewhere to do <laughs> Nightmare. something. Nightmare. Maybe they'll they fall asleep. Shut up somehow. Yeah, 45 right. kids. Snoozy. We got to put them somewhere. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, so Jack Skellington is just one of the quintessential characters just of our generation. Uh, voiced by Danny Elfman when it came to singing from Oingo Boingo. Uh, Chris Sarandon from Princess Bride. Uh, Prince Humperdinck did the voice of Jack Skellington okay. in speaking. Mm. The music is incredible. The visuals are incredible. This actually was up for an Oscar for visual effects in 93. Uh, it lost to a little movie, a little independent movie called Jurassic Park oh. uh, that same year. <laughs> so it's like, tough. Rob. Just ran up against history in that one. Yeah. Also a great Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. The best, some would say. Can't uh, wait for your list. <laughs> but yeah, so Nightmare Before Christmas is, is my number one pick. I love it. I can watch it at any point, but especially during two holidays. It's interesting to see how the animation style from mine, Rudolph, has evolved from like 30 years. It's just yeah. like a lifetime. You know? Yeah. Dyer, you want to go last or do you want me to go last? Because um, I'm going to. I'm, I'm about afraid to now because I'm about to. Yeah, I bad. feel like everybody's going to be pissed at me. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's save that for last. Okay. Get your pitchforks. I have some honorable mentions also. but we will Okay, be. cool. Yeah, we might get to honorable mentions then if nobody mentions them. Mm, exactly. Mm. Like I said, mentions too many times. Honorably. <laughs> um, so I took this prompt very loosely because I thought we were going to do something else and then I liked my idea for that and I stuck with it. Um, so there's only actually one movie on my list. What? Perfect. Boo. <laughs> and it is 1994's Contract driven. Oh boy, Tim Allen vehicle. Yeah. The Santa Claus. <laughs> oh man, because I was a kid oh, in the nineties, uh-huh. and this thing just—it just—it's so of a moment to me. It's one of those classic movies for kids about a guy who's just all about money and doesn't care about his family and Christmas enough, and he ends up learning that lesson over the entire thing thanks to trying to violate a contract, which also seems very, very nineties to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's also, a good point. like it reminds me of like Hook. Also, when like Robin yeah. Williams like. So we are supposed to care about this like banker, like who does like draws with his cell phone, like yeah. What? Well, there was a lot of like take real working like middle aged right. men and then drop them into fantasy situations <laughs> yeah. in the nineties. It's really essentially strange. a modern day Scrooge film when you think about it. A guy who's you know mm. hard as cold and you know a banker. Well, when you put it that know. way, it doesn't sound groundbreaking. Yeah. At all. Well, <laughs> yeah. he's like, don't justify <laughs> this for I, me. I will, I will agree with you on that one, um, mostly because that movie is essentially built off of puns. Puns upon puns. I don't and hate I, that. I do love that. I'm on board. I love that. I actually like the that The title movie. is a pun. And the Santa I've seen Claus. the second one. The entire premise is a pun. <laughs> exactly. I love it. The I second it. Santa Claus, I m- believe it's the second one. I don't think they made a third one. Has they an inc- incredible yeah, scene with Molly not. Shannon. <laughs> Have you seen it? Where they go I on a bright, that, yeah. uh, blind date and she sings a Shania Twain oh. themed Christmas song. Mm. And I get that song stuck in my head all of the time. My favorite part about the second one is that they go all in on just making him wear the fat suit 24-7. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going on these dates and everything just full on Santa yeah. out. And uh, that's hard to explain to people. Yeah. They did make a third one, which was like Jack Frost, played by Martin Short, I believe. Oh, no. Versus that's, Santa Claus. I, re- I do remember Real that. weird. Yeah. Art was but it was not really the Jack bad. Frost movie with Michael Keaton. No, it wasn't. Although, I would have watched <laughs> no, Michael Keaton No, that was Keaton not good. I saw Tim that. Allen. That was Crossover. not good. <laughs> that would have been so bad. Okay, so the rest of my holiday viewing goes a little something like this. It's, it's kind of like I said in the in the intro for this segment. You're sitting around with a bunch of family. You want to put on something that's a little festive, but kind of inoffensive at the same time. You don't want people like me like, mm, you know, in Trump's America, blah, blah, blah. You don't You don't want that name to come up at all. And I have some great news for you. There are currently 15 seasons oh, gosh. of the greatest reality show of all time streaming uh. on Hulu right now. And you should start with season three because the first two are really shaky and the first season doesn't even have Padma Lakshmi in it. But Top Chef okay. is my recommendation for people. If you need to just like put on the TV and don't want it to be football, do they play football on Christmas? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You're anyway, in the wrong room. You don't want there it to be sports. I don't watch basketball tournaments as well. I don't yes. watch the Mariners. You don't want it to be sports. Put on Top Chef. It's still competitive, so Love like it. the sporty people yeah. in the room can be like, "I like what they're doing right there." He's a technician. <laughs> blah blah blah. Like you can you can kind of get into the competitive like aspect of it. Food yeah. related. No and politics they, of Bake Off. There's no politics. Too political. <laughs> well, I mostly can't stand Paul Hollywood and that stupid handshake. I mm. kind of like him. Although I have seen like six seasons yeah. of that show. He's so real tan. What are you do? <laughs> he's uncomfortably it's tan. It's always right? raining, but he's so tan. So tan. Unseasonably. 
so very tan. I think yeah. he does. I think they like they CGI his eyes. It's right? almost like, like he's they're from not really that blue. They, they have to. That's yeah. some kind of filter. No, it's right? real. Uh, I don't know. Those See are bread makers' life? eyes. Those are like Peter Peter O'Toole eyes. Yeah. Like when you watch like Lawrence of Arabia yeah. or something, oh, like, yeah. like Peter O'Toole's eyes popping are just ocean blue. Like it, you get lost in them. Or Maybe like it's Paul the tan. Then. He's also very tan in that yeah, movie. It's a contrast. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I take it all back then. The eyes are real, but I still don't like how pompous the handshake is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Top Chef, watch it. Put it nice. on. Just just put it on. And there's Christmas episodes. And Which season... leads me to my next one, Ooh. which is just go on Netflix, find your favorite sitcoms, and watch the Christmas episodes. The Office. There's like nine seasons yeah. of that. Mm, yeah. Parks and Rec. New Girl. Friends, if you're into that. Friends. Any sitcom on there. Seinfeld. Just... I'm sure there's a Fraser there's no Christmas. Seinfeld on there. There's got to be a Fraser Christmas. Um, just find your favorite Christmas episodes. I'm honestly surprised that Netflix hasn't made this a playlist yet. Yeah, on there. like yeah. They, go they, to the Christmas section and like those secret codes you can put in if you're watching it on your desktop. What? You what? Wait, wait. What? Is there like a code that? to only watch the Festivus episode of Seinfeld? <laughs> I need that code. Yeah, the code is dot com slash garbage. It's like backslash human fund backslash money. John and I disagree on Seinfeld wholeheartedly, but I watch that every year as part of it. Of course, every Christmas. It's Festivus in the lead up to the whatever the Doctor Who special is. Right. Yeah. And that's basically, yeah. And, and then, that's I a don't good know. tease for uh, Northwest Nerd is going to have a Festivus special this year. Really? Incredible. We're going to air some grievances. Yeah. I would love to air some <laughs> I, My number one grievance when people don't like Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> that means Doesn't it feel more festive nothing. now? Right. This yeah, is I, know. I got a lot of problems. <laughs> I, have, I have a Festivus poll at my Amazing. desk at work right now, and it plays little audio clips of Frank Costanza. Incredible. Yelling so at you. Gross. I have a Seinfeld trivia game, and we oh. played it once and had too many people, so we had to make our own like pawns, and one of them was a Festivus nice. poll. I have a Seinfeld Seen It game that no one Incredible. will play with me because Here, most of my friends are like, John. Not anymore, my friend. Not anymore. All right. Welcome to the Northwest Seinfeld podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gross. Are you ready to make people uh, Also, now? quick quick on the Top Chef, season yeah. nine was in Seattle. I yes, it was. Nine or ten. It's I, one of the best seasons as well. It was well. a great ton season. of talent on there. And um, a couple of the chefs who were on that season just had a TV special on ABC called Taste Buds. Yep. That was really good. And like one of the biggest like twists was at the end of that season. Like as far as the person who won, Gosh, yeah. Welcome to Northwest Top Chef podcast. <laughs> when you said you, good one, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a solid one. Sorry, <laughs> great, great. Um, when I'm done with mine, mm-hmm. let's circle back around. I have a little bit of an idea since uh, you had some like television show stuff that kind of went in there. That might give you a little bit of some power here at the end. We'll see if we want to do it or not, or you'll just edit me I think out. I need talking more about power. I was like, do yes. you not see where he? This is an audio. Medium, I got so folks. many yeah. buttons and switches <laughs> in front of me. Like, have you seen this thing? He has a master board. He has a Behringer, two monitors. Come on now, he has all the power. Okay, well, Nick, cut his mic off. Fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Hey, all right. I really did. Okay. Um. Uh. Okay. Should I go then? Please. Yeah. You're right. the last one. So I. I crafted this having a lot of trouble because you know me and List, I have difficulty. I had to whittle this down quite a bit. Counting to three. And this doesn't necessarily represent, I guess, my top three. This does uh, represent one in particular, knowing my audience in the room right now. And I fully stand behind every single one of these. Mm, I'm real nervous right now. Starting with (laughs) a 2017 film. Wow. Direct to Netflix. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. It's called The oh, Christmas Prince. Oh, no, you're going to do it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know this movie oh, existed buddy. until buddy. this week. Um, mm. Did you watch the sequel already? Uh, <laughs> this is what happened. Wow. There's a sequel that came out this year. Um, if he is not The Christmas King by now, we have problems. <laughs> so the, the whole thing was I started watching that one, and I didn't realize it was a sequel and i'm like what the hell like none of my usual predictions are working well it's because all my usual predictions are for the actual first film Mm. and this is just obviously a cheap way to rekindle whatever this is the reason you watch this film is exactly the same vein of like plan nine from outer space Mm. um because it's known as the worst movie of all time yeah or like yeah like i did not hit her oh hi mark like that's exactly (laughs) what this kind of film is the the reporter notes alone, I took screenshots oh my of them. I, th- this is the biggest surprise to me because I thought for sure like 
bad journalism on TV or oh, movie it's is one of Dyer's biggest pet peeves, <laughs> and I thought for sure he would hate this movie. But the thing is, these, these wow. can't even be pet peeves. They're that stupid. Like It's literally uh, notes, three, bullet point. Prince Richard and the Queen clearly have different ideas about the prince's future. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> What's their history? Question mark, question mark, question They're mark. They're related. Mm. Yeah. Sophia obviously thinks something <laughs> more. What about Richard? Ellipses, question mark. These aren't notes. That's not how you take this notes. This is literally the writer's bullet points for the plot. That's all this is. They didn't wow. even bother to... Yeah. Then also, for some reason, she has notes 4.5. Wait, what? Yeah. So why why did you go 4.5? There's scenes in this movie that are just so... Someone hit backspace. So yeah, that means four and a half. I'm not saying <laughs> Scenes in this movie are just so amazing that like there's a guy in a horse-drawn carriage with a driver in the horse-drawn carriage, and he's the rich guy in the back. And at one point, he literally just points to, to go, doesn't say anything. And the guy, nobody's looking at him, but the horses just go. <laughs> that is power, my friends. <laughs> that is power. I'm, I, I ended up... Watching this movie, wondering what I got myself into. It was obviously like a thing where like somebody who is really into Hallmark movies is making folks watch movies with them. And this movie came up and I ended up for some reason loving it more because of how terrible it was. Um, It's fun to tear apart. In 2017, Netflix uh, did a little data on this one, found out that 53 people watched this film 18 days in a row. Oh, Wow. Which were, Netflix tweeted, were they all rushing a fraternity? I don't know. Netflix, <laughs> I was thinking that was Russia involved. Netflix, <laughs> like, Netflix re, like tweeted at them saying to the 53 people that watched this film 15 you days okay? in a row, who hurt you? Nice. <laughs> um, I thought it was right. one of those things where it's like, I made a bot watch The Christmas Prince 15 right. days in a row and, and it wrote a, a script. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you wow. are looking for a laugh riot, watch this film that they actually flew to Romania to film that's I'm sorry <laughs> this whole thing is just beyond ridiculous for me uh it therefore has a warm place and a terrible part of my heart uh the algorithm nailed you man yeah number <laughs> that's what happened there number two mm-hmm. with a bullet <laughs> straight to the middle <laughs> you ready for this die hard 1988 Boo. of course, oh, of course. Yeah. I knew you were gonna do this yeah. I, yep. So you're 0 for 2. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I am in the camp, a very oh, divisive man. topic. I am in the camp that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I agree. You can't all have lovey-dovey presents sometimes. Christmas is a setting, and therefore it does qualify as a Christmas movie. Yep. Having said that, I want to just take a brief break and have Kevin. I know you're getting squirrely. Just this tell, is tough you, for me, man. You, you opposed me on this. This what, is tough for me. What's the deal? Okay. I am 100% against Die Hard as a Christmas movie. It is not a Christmas movie. And I have provided a top five list of the wow. reasons that Die Hard is oh. not a Christmas movie. I knew this is why Just I this. in case this might actually happen. Count them down. So allow me to interrupt you, my good sir. Number five, the spirit of Christmas is all mm. about harmony and peace. Die Hard is about guns and killing. The literal exact opposite to of harmony and peace. To keep the peace. peace. I, what? No, it's not. Because no, they're to coming to wife. take the peace. No, no, no. And no, he's no. got to keep the peace by fighting machine gun with machine gun <laughs> barefoot. He is a good guy with the gun going up against a bad guy with a gun. <laughs> we right. all know my how that God. works. I've that been is told true. that that works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody's got to take down Clay. All right. All right. I'll give In you guys that one. role. Hans Gruber. That is his yeah. Yeah, first movie. Yeah. Number four. A Christmas movie is a movie that you really only watch around Christmas time. Nobody's watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger or A Christmas Vacation I in July. Uh, all year round. Well, I watch like, okay, okay, Halloween all year round. Christmas year round. <laughs> you, you only watch it on two days, Halloween and Christmas. I'm not a Wrong. normal person. <laughs> Disagree. Die Hard, you can watch it any time. You can watch it on a movie in August You can or on a plane in August. You, you, you can watch it in January 1st. You can watch it any time because it's not a Christmas movie. That's why. And crucially, and, it's something that will play repeatedly on like cable TNT right. yeah. any time yeah. of year. Like, right yeah, now. Right. And that's because, do that with other Christmas movies. Yeah, but that's no the way. thing is the lesson is Christmas is a spirit that should be year round. You shouldn't just give this oh one God. year and be good. Mm. You should do this all year round. That's the true spirit of Christmas. Solid counterpoint. Okay, to all right, all right, all right. I, I uh, plan on arguing you. Number three. Usually Christmas movies have an iconic line. I mentioned in Home Alone, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Something you could put on a sweater. The iconic line from Die Hard, if I 
do remember is yippee Kaye, mother effer. And oh. uh, that's not necessarily a Christmas spirit. <laughs> Something you're going to put on a holiday sweater that's maybe going to make your Trump supporting aunt a little unhappy. I have seen that Christmas sweater, though. I was like, uh, true fact, they make that sweater. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the age of the internet. They'll make anything. That's true. Number two. Uh, this movie could literally be any other day of the year and it would still make perfect sense. This could be a better movie, I would argue, if it was actually on Thanksgiving instead of Christmas. Can you imagine it? When the elevator comes down and the dead guy's in there and it says, gobble, 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 now I have a machine gun. <laughs> That's the best movie right there. And you would watch it on wow. Thanksgiving with your whole family. It's perfect. It makes perfect sense. We also need... A Thanksgiving movie. Why didn't they do that with any of the other diehards? Exactly. Planes, yes. trains, and automobiles. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, like a movie called Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's diehard. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, your number. What is your number one then? My number one film, or my number one reason that Die Hard is not a Christmas film, is in an interview with Bruce Willis himself, mm. which you mm. may know as the star, the star of all of the Die Hard Boston? films. Where's five of them? From? He's from Seattle. Boston from by South way of Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> uh, Bruce Willis himself in an interview at, uh, at the Comedy Central roast of Bruce Willis, he said, mm-hmm. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's a GD Bruce Willis movie. That's Ooh. it. I rest my case. Well, first of all, I'm going to counter the Bruce Willis thing that uh, one, as we all know, art is not just about the artist; it's also about the receiver. It's mm-hmm. circular. So, if I receive it as a Christmas movie, it is therefore a Christmas movie. Mm. Um, yes. I don't like that argument though, because that's the same reason why Chappelle quit. <laughs> mm. uh, if there was, I don't know how to respond. There to was that. more. Than, <laughs> there was more than one. But, what yeah. was your second point about? Um, on your on your notes here, uh, it could literally be any other day of the year. I mean, I it feel like I would like Christmas. to add in as someone who's never seen Die Hard, I am just now learning that this movie has Christmas in it. <laughs> wow! So I feel like Thank that's a point. You. Yeah. Okay, no, that's important. Point yeah. number what was his five point five? Four point five. Just wedge it. I right, thought it was right like a there. hostage movie. Is that not it right? Is. Yeah. So, is there a Christmas in Die Hard? It's a movie about yes. a building. They not are a movie at a, about they're at a Christmas Knock party plaza. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, who forces their what company of the to movie? be on Christmas yeah. Eve, go to a, a, a party? Yeah, I'm they not showing families. up to that. Yeah, no. no but if it was Thanksgiving, eh, maybe I get that. You know. What percent no, of the movie is holiday either. themed? Two? Well, the All whole thing it. takes there, place within three? 24 hours, practically. Uh, I mean, At the Christmas part party. The Santa hat. There's Christmas oh, okay. lights. So He's got a Santa hat. There is a Santa. Okay. There are people doing things with the copy machine. Um. I'm going to bounce off your thing that you can only watch the film like any time of year in Christmas movies. You really only watch around Christmas. Yeah. Um, the, my, num- my number one film that I'm going to throw out here, I watch not just around Christmas, but I could watch any time of year. Uh, and that's Love Actually, 2003. Oh, oh yeah. No, I, I'm, I'll support you on this one. <laughs> okay. So Love Actually is uh, a film Dumb. that is written by direct, <laughs> written and directed by Richard Curtis, who I'm a, kind of a fan of because of his all his work with Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean, Black Adder. Big Mr. Uh, Bean fan. Yeah. yeah. I, I Jones, almost picked those... Mr. Bean's Holiday as my favorite holiday movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I should get on mine. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, and all the Bridget Jones mm-hmm. franchise as well. Uh, I do like that kind of humor, and I think that's... You know, it's not really evident in this film, but yeah, not is, at all. Oh, yeah, because it, it is because it is not um, funny or entertaining. Um, <laughs> I find this fun. Yeah, <laughs> I find this movie very funny and entertaining. It's about um, love, actually. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, love I find it funny. very hard to actually intertwine like multiple different little storylines, and it's essentially kind of an ensemble film. I felt that it was really done quite well, and it, this might be selfish. Uh, but it is one of those films that kind of rem- comes back with a bit of nostalgia, reminds me of a certain time in my life. Yeah. Saw it in an English theater in Germany. Uh, it's just it's just really, I don't know, it just really kind of hits the spot for me. I also find that like most of my films, somebody in the room's going to hate it, somebody in the room's going to like not like it uh, as much, somebody in the room's going to love it just as much as I do, but I do have to fall on the side that it really does uh, hit all the really stupid, cheesy, hallmark, feel-good, candy-coated feelings that I don't want to admit that are in me somewhere that my therapist is trying to convince me are. (laughs) 
It, it does. So I got I got to admit, yeah, love actually 2003 for a bunch of stuff I hate to admit. It's Pro tip there. for that one for anyone who's thinking, oh, I'll just put this on. This will be a fun uh, no. holiday uh, movie to have on in the background. You're going to want the edited version of that if you're going to play it in that context. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Because there's a... Uh, there's blackface. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying for the nudity. Like, if you're gonna play it like yeah. Christmas morning, let's just put a movie What's on while the kids are playing. I tried to they, forget they most of that movie. There's like there's in it, yeah, yeah. One of the oh. couples are body doubles. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, again, so, I, I I jettisoned that movie out of my brain because it was terrible. So I tried, tried to forget. I think history says you're wrong on that one. Mm, like that one yeah. is held up surprisingly well, and people watch it every year. I'm, oh, Honorable man. mention to Trading Places. So. Hmm. I have, places. yeah, I, it does have another well, soft spot. I also spot thought that was a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, There's I, a Santa. It's mm, a plot point. That is, um, mm, so tell me what you guys think, and maybe we'll just edit this out later. But We since, think you're wrong. We already said yeah, we, that. Oh, we like, think yeah, you're yeah. wrong. You're wrong. You ha, you have two, we won. You lost. I'm a little disappointed no one uh, included Jingle All the Way. Okay. But, okay. Ooh, I was going to follow up. I love Jingle All the Way. You're wow. my number one customer. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Put the cookie down. That's my favorite part. <laughs> mm, your wife's cookies are delicious. Because <laughs> it was wow. it was that point in Arnold's career when he was like, yeah, I'm just going to do ridiculous stuff. Mm-hmm. That thing that yeah. like, The Rock tried to do too quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just works. Yeah. Also, Sinbad. I'm yeah, like a huge Sinbad Yeah, Sinbad's fan. really good in it, too. I made a really solid joke about, um, okay, number three, Jingle All the Way. Number two, Blank Check. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't say <laughs> top Sinbad films? <laughs> nice. Wait, what's number one, then? Shazam. Oh, I don't have it. it. It's maybe the photo that my mom texted me randomly of her and Sinbad. And she was like, got to meet him after <laughs> nice. the show. And I was like, wait, what, That's mom? So you great. You went to go see Sinbad? <laughs> That's number one. He's like, hey, lady, you uh, have a place I could crash. I, I don't have enough money for a hotel. <laughs> See, I see Sinbad pretty frequently. He is the chairman of our light skin committee. We meet every Thursday. Oh, perfect. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> so, just Oh, yeah, to, you wanted to, to do something. Even, well, this thing is, <laughs> I thought maybe it'd be fun to actually tally up all of our movies, thinking that there would be overlap. Mm-hmm. However, we actually have a, a quite an array of we films. Only, there, only like, there was one, only one overlap. I picked only the one obvious ones. So, since you have two votes out there, um, because you, you oh, did television. I didn't pick movies. Right, you didn't pick movies. Mm. So I was thinking maybe you could go through the list and you can vote Ooh. as well. And to just throw something out there a little bit too, we do have an audience with us tonight with Matt, the producer from Deadbeat Film Society. Yep. Maybe no, no, he he's can not allowed to throw talk. Some, <laughs> he actually can't talk. Maybe he can you throw stay some in the corner, Matt. votes in as well. <laughs> I've heard him on the show. Yeah, and we can we can narrow it down beyond. Does anybody like really that idea? Is there any other way you think that we can come up with it's the top me. three? It's me doing um, I didn't hear anything you said, but let's do it. Or we can just start <laughs> nixing ones off until we can. Wait, down. what did you so say? So you want me to vote More for the ones that are all the way quotes? I, I, think you should, I think you should vote. Uh, put two votes down yeah. for films that are already on here. Matt, I think you should put three votes down for films that are already on here. Um, can I vote for the Santa Claus two more times? No. <laughs> what about the Santa Claus or, two and three? Or if we really want this to go really long tonight, we could just start voting movies off the island until we get three. I mean, Ooh. Die Hard is very first off the island. Yeah, because it's Die not Hard a first one off. I like that idea didn't way more. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Also, Matt gets a vote, though. Okay. Uh, is that... Yeah, it's an even number of people. Uh, That'll be yeah. fine. Okay. Do you? Well, do we want to do a combo both, or are you? No. Let's let's vote them off. Let's whittle yeah. them down. Okay. So I'm assuming. So uh, are we doing just, by show of hands? No. Let's let's in just an go, audio medium. Yeah, go. I was like, that'll be real good for the <laughs> listeners. Let's just go around the the room, starting with Kevin, because I think I know where we're going with okay. that, right? <laughs> yeah, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, yep. so since it didn't uh, actually go with the rules, it should be the first off the island. I feel like we're gonna make enemies with. So this you one. you brought that. So this is like a board meeting. You presented that. I think Nick was going to second that motion. I second that. I uh, I would like to throw my support behind the gentleman from the South Seattle. <laughs> the motion passes. Uh, Emily, I never seen it, so I don't I don't really care. Well, no. What what movie would oh. you say? <laughs> I was like, so I don't she care. also votes it. Oh. Third. Uh, what was the Prince one that I never heard of? That's the gone. Christmas Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I second that. <laughs> how, about, how do we just all get rid of all my films? Because the next one's gonna go to John, and he's gonna take love actually. Oh man! I'm sorry. I just have to vote it off because I genuinely like the rest of them, and I don't even know what that yeah, garbage so is. Yeah, so I second Chris, Christmas Prince. You, I don't even, I, you should I, watch it, and you should watch it drunk. <laughs> Oops, we voted Dyer off the island. <laughs> um, and yeah, my tri- get love actually out of there. Garbage. Although to be fair, did you do four movies? No. Oh, I did honorable mention for Trading Places. Oh, okay. I like that movie. Not a Christmas yeah. movie. Love Actually okay. was your number one. Well, I didn't actually do a number one. If I did oh, okay. do a number one, it would be Love Actually. 
Um, so yeah, I was trying so, to yeah. pick films that m- would not perhaps over overlap with others. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to set Kevin off. Succeeded. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I am officially off this island. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, we knew that was going to happen. Bye. Okay. Uh, so ne- what? What are the rest of our uh, desert Christmas island <laughs> movies? So Nightmare Before Christmas has to stay on there. Yeah, we got Charlie Brown Christmas. I think Christmas, all of us Tyler fell Grinch asleep during Christmas. it, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Rudolph, Nightmare I have Before bad Christmas. visions of Hot Topic. <laughs> mm. I'm going to vote off Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. I second. I was going to vote it oh, off. Oh, it's a Halloween. Anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. It doesn't feel Christmassy. Enough. Boo. This game is stupid. <laughs> it looks the way that Limp Bizkit sounds. Oh. I totally disagree. <laughs> they got to put that on me. <laughs> totally disagree. I don't agree, but I do love that. But one of the, my <laughs> one of the best one of the best correlations that that reminded me of though was uh, ska music sounds like what I imagine a teenage boy's brain sounds like when they get free mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, yes, that is exactly what ska music uh, is, <laughs> and I love it. I um, am going to nix. Uh, sorry guys, I'm gonna nix Rudolph. Second, what? no, what? No. I second that. It's it's not it's not like it's like terrible. It's just uh, in in in, yes. in comparison to all these other ones. I mean, yeah. it's just like that is a hard one. Like for me to rewatch Rudolph, I'm I like, like it. nah. We're it's short the, too. It's I like can't rewatch. Super easy oh, yeah. to do. Yeah. Well, same with like the Grin- the original Grinch. When I was watching the new Grinch uh, from Illumination Studios, watching that, and it's like 90 minutes. And That's we were talking way too much content, right? Yeah. And we were talking before the movie, and we were like, "Yeah, the other one was like an hour," and I was like, "I do not think so." Pulled it up, twenty six minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds yeah. awesome. It's like a half hour special. Yeah. Oh, Rudolph, get some commercials so in with there. commercials. That yeah. is a thirty minute show. Right. Rudolph looks like Limp Bizkit sounds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Actually, Rudolph sounds bad too. That, Rudolph is rough. The, the the like sound that the nose makes, like nah, didn't, didn't need a right. sound. Yeah, didn't need a right. sound. <laughs> I can see it. So, Kevin, uh, what are you what are you gonna knock off here? Okay. Uh, Wait, does I'm, that mean we're cutting out Matt? Matt doesn't get one. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, sorry, here, let's go back to our vote. Matt, come here. You can my mic real quick. So first of all, we let Matt out of the corner, and I am not okay with that. Second, we're putting a microphone <laughs> in front of his face. All right. I'm going to have to get rid of Santa Claus. I cannot oh. stand uh, Tim Allen. With an E. So. <laughs> uh, I second that. It's pronounced yeah. Clause. <laughs> he really French. does only have two good movies. And I know it's going to disagree, but I mean, wait, what wait, are the two what? good movies? Santa Galaxy Claus? Galaxy Quest. Santa Claus and Santa Claus. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. And he has a past that everybody forgets he has, which... Is so really what? bad. Um, his past. Bad I mean, he's talking about present? home improvement. <laughs> no, no, no. no. He's like a drug addict. The current. Yeah. No, like his his legal and criminal past. Uh. Are you talking about Last Man Standing? <laughs> that show is still on. Oh yeah, he's standing. It's back. Wow. From it's astounding. I saw a billboard for it when I was in Portland over this summer. I was like, "What the wow. hell is that?" Oh yeah, I came back. So, so we weird. have seven films left. I'm going to say that National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is safe because it's the only one that got doubled it's up. Solid. That's fair. Yeah. I feel comfortable with that. Yeah. High five. Um, yeah. And it's like, one I don't of think it would get enough Yeah, I mean, like, also try Even to find something bad about it. Even if you nominated it, it wouldn't get yeah. enough votes off. I, I freaking dare you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Bro, you so fight? we have five left. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And two uh, more. Not slots. enough people, I think, to go around. So we need two two off. So should we be do this by Well, When we get to a top three, I vote that we vote on them. Yeah. Well, once we get to uh, the top three, that's our top three. Do you want to just right. go with my top three? No, I there mean... needs to be a top one. <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol. America. That one is no, very good. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. Who, does anybody have a problem with Muppet Christmas Carol? Come on. No, but it's not going to beat Home Alone. Because not only yeah. is Muppet yeah, Christmas Carol. because we got Carol, Elf, Home Alone, Muppet uh, Christmas Carol, Elf, Charlie to- Brown, Elf, and The Grinch. Elf, tonally, for being a Christmas movie, great. With the other ones that we already talked about, I vote to get rid of Elf. Anybody second that motion? Mm-mm. Not you. Uh, as I point to my right. <laughs> Ooh, not even a second. I mean, okay, wow. here's the thing. Like, I really super You said you duper, hated it. I hate this movie. Hated it the first time. But, I love but, it now. But like, you won't back them up. I the- know, because like, there's no denying that it's like a Christmas, it's an infectious Christmas movie that it's people true. love. So like, personally, like I hate it, but I understand why it belongs. Then, and I feel like island. no matter how many times I see mm. it, I'm always surprised that Zoe Deschanel shows up and I was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then she starts singing. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. Because cool. she is all quirky. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we're—I guess we're going for a majority hands up on this at a at a five here. So let's just see which one's the most painful to cut. Emily, do you want to do you want to try to vote one off the island here? <laughs> I don't remember because John that. just tried yeah, and it so did not work. It did. No, that, that, failed. <laughs> next that failed miserably. Okay, but so we, 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 we wait wait we have we keep we have, an elf that would be elf yeah a national Plains Christmas okay. vacation we only well, have one more spot this we is may hard. come back around you know 
This mm. is really hard, though, because I feel like mm. these are all a different... Think about it. If you vote for Elf, you can put Home Alone on there. Yeah. Mm. But I could also or pick could Elf also... and Home Alone, and yeah. then I win. <laughs> uh, no, disagree. Uh... It, okay, this is really hard because Charlie Brown and How the Grinch Stole Christmas are... It's like a, a totally different thing because mm-hmm. it's short, and I love them both so much. How about we combine them because Into the runtime is going to be one movie, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. See, I actually... I would vote Charlie Brown off in favor of something like The Grinch. I I would vote both of them off. Wow. What? That yeah. is a bold choice. Allow um, me to counterpoint with Although Franklin like sing Franklin on Peanuts, that was that was pretty cool. Except in the Thanksgiving special of Peanuts or Charlie Brown, whatever, Franklin is sitting on the other side of the table by his damn self while everybody else is on the other side. Ah. Nice try, Charles mm. Schultz. Yeah, I, I got see words you. for you. Okay, I'm gonna vote off Muppet Christmas Carol because I don't like Charles Dickens. That no, but do you like Muppets yeah. and happiness? Yeah, but the story is so boring that I just can't make it through it. Again, what? I fell asleep. Does anybody second that? I second that as Michael. Yeah, I'll go for I'm that one go too. Compared wow. to the other ones, I think that there might be a better version of that story out there. I just no. feel like it's Disagree. like top three holiday movies I fell asleep during. <laughs> Wow. I was lied to that was hands in their butts. <laughs> so <laughs> so I have one I have one movie on the list. I have night I have um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Well, mine are already all Shouldn't gone. Shouldn't have made it a conversation. Round. John's all fired up now. Um, uh, who, who's, it's not who's... personal. <laughs> yeah. it's well, uh, for me it is. I just made better choices. <laughs> do you, Kevin, do you have one that you want to next? Uh no, I'm okay with wait, let me hold on. Let me let me just make sure I'm yeah, can you reaccount for the uh, the listening audience? What's on the list still? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Charlie Brown, The Grinch, Elf, and Home Alone. So we need, and National Lampoon's is safe. Yeah. So we got so that, two spots left and we got movies. to get two, rid of two. I could combo Charlie Brown and The Grinch to replace with To Elf. mix them both? No. No, no. But also, I watch Elf more than I watch the other two. But conceptually, Charlie Brown and The Grinch is like so good. I'm, I'm going to say right it's now. It's the original yeah. of Elf, all of this. Elf, Christmas Vacation, and Home Alone, I think, is a extremely solid Christmas playlist. Those uh, are the three. I know I'm yeah. severely outvoted, but I I don't think Christmas Vacation should be up there for me. Yes, uh, you I are would take severely outvoted. I was like, no. That, that <laughs> I, know, I know it's an unpopular opinion. But yeah, I know. That was the first one we that's saved. That's the bottom <laughs> of the five for me. And it was I think the only you're the first one. person I've ever heard say that. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so then... Uh, so are, are we combining then Charlie yeah. Brown and Grinch? Let's just combine them as the all number two spot? into one super movie. <laughs> yeah. I'd take those over Home Alone. I, I would take like, it over Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone you can yeah. watch anytime. I wouldn't say it's distinctly. When you uh, want like, to watch a boy Christmas, try and murder two adults. <laughs> yeah, and I do, yes. Right. <laughs> so it sounds like we have a consensus that- We have Hol- a quorum. Hol- Home Alone <laughs> is out in favor of combining Charlie Brown and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. I love it. So okay. one spot left. It is either. No, right, that's it. That's oh, it. no, so it is that's Elf. It. His Elf is in. Okay, read us a list. Wow, from top kind to of a dark horse, our right? Top. Yeah. Wow. Our top list here at the top of the list I, I with not... a bullet is National Lampoon's Christmas there we Vacation. Go. Yep. Whoop. I feel comfortable with yep. that. So do I. And I'm gonna. I don't know if they're second or third, but Elf, and then combining Charlie Brown and How the Grinch, Grinch Stole Christmas. Nice. Uh, oh, okay actually, I have an honorable mention that will be in theaters. This is the episode is coming out this week, so it comes out this week. Uh, it is a brand new film in theaters, Anna and the Apocalypse. It okay. is a zombie high school musical Christmas movie that is phenomenal. <laughs> um, yeah, from the That's UK. Too many descriptors. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they, they were saying it was a. Uh, it was like when High School Musical meets The Walking Dead meets La La Land. Oh. I mean, I'm super out. Would you like to <laughs> yeah, not yeah, see I'm that not with me? I kind of got lost at the <laughs> It sounds like that. the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing. So, yeah, definitely shout out to Anna and the Apocalypse in Do, theaters this weekend. We're going to run short on time. We might just like clip this later. But you have an honorable mention coming up. My honorable mention was trading... Uh, places. Anybody else have an honorable mention they just want to throw out there? I was jingle all the way. Jingle I the second way. jingle all the way. <laughs> jingle all the way. <laughs> right, let's put it back into the it's top like, three. It's got yeah. two votes. I don't know. I'm feeling like this should go back in. There. <laughs> number one no. with the Turbo Man action figure. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna throw jingle all the way. The number one are, movie. Are you, gonna, are you gonna jingle all the way too? Yeah, I'm gonna I own it on Trinity. VHS. Okay. You're my number one movie. <laughs> that is the official honorable yes. mention. Jingle and all the way. Trading places and jingle all the way.
Yeah. Nice. I also Nobody own said... it on VHS and the like old plastic yes. like, clamshell. It's like a clamshell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It makes a real loud noise. Oh, when see, you I it. thought about putting Edward Scissorhands on the, the list. The noise of entertainment. I almost did that too. Is that a Christmas movie? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it is. No. Is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like was a it? high school oh. movie. Yeah. Uh, it takes place during Christmas considering Edward Scissorhands like yeah. cuts the block of ice into the shape of her. It snows for the first time in California because they're stapling snow yeah. to their roof to make it seem like Christmas time. And that's why it snows every year now in that town be- at, during yeah. Christmas because he knows she wants to see the snow. Does Boom. Tim Burton only make Christmas movies? Sounds like it. I misremembered Batman Returns. Movies. It was also on Batman, my list. I put that on my Yeah, list. I was almost on my list, Wait, too. does the Tim Burton Batman also take place during Christmas? Batman yeah, Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah. the second the one. Danny DeVito does kind of look like an evil Santa. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was also nominated for Best Visual Effects uh, that year. Well, I want to thank all of you for coming in and uh, spreading some some festive cheer with mm-hmm. us by nominating all of these movies. Uh, if you don't mind, go ahead and plug what you got going on, what's going on with your podcasts, whatever else you got going on. Let the people know. Let's start with uh, John right here since he's looking directly into my eyes. Um, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so yeah, like I said before, uh, my podcast About to Review drops every Wednesday. It is a weekly film review podcast. I cover film festivals. I interview people. Upcoming guests are actually going to be the composers for Anne and the Apocalypse. Hmm. Uh, they are yeah, a UK-based uh, group. It is actually based off of Zombie Musical, the short film. Uh, so yeah, so I will be talking to them. Upcoming movies that I will be dropping my review for, uh, the new Mary Poppins, uh, Into the Spider-Verse is coming up. Welcome to Marwin. Bumblebee? Uh, Bumblebee is coming up. Okay. Um, That's another... Not Leica production, but the guy who behind Leica, right? Uh, Travis Knight? Bumble- oh, uh, probably. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but it is award season right now. So, the other thing that I want to plug is this coming Monday uh, on the Seattle Film Critics Twitter page, uh, we will be announcing our annual nominations for our year-end awards. Oh, cool. So, those uh, start at 9 a.m. We will be doing that from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. So, definitely check that out. Yeah. So okay, the cool. Seattle Film Critics on Twitter, and then the week after that is when we announce our winners. Mm. So, yeah, like I kind of mentioned before, I have so many screeners, and literally I do not have enough hours in the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you made it them. tonight. Like, it is it is madness this time of year during award season. But yeah, so at About to Review on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and at uh, AboutToReview.com. Awesome. Emily, Kevin, whichever of you is... Uh, yes. loaded. <laughs> I brought a post-it note with a description <laughs> on it. Uh, Emily and I are the Deadbeat Film Society. We have a podcast discussing film, important films throughout history. Each episode, we bring on a guest and we talk about an important film. And it's more of like an analysis show. We just kind of like randomly talk through things, make fun of it usually, try to determine, is this film really important? Do we need to remember this? Uh, it's less critique. Um you guys, maybe check out the Blade Runner episode that we had Dyer Nick on. Super fantastic. We've had other nerdy type uh, movies on the past. Um, we just finished The Dark Knight. If you want to see a pre-Cheney version of Christian Bale. Yeah, check out The Dark Knight. He's ripped AF. And you and guys just Mark had... You guys just had front of the podcast Rachel Bell on there yes, uh, doing right. Amelie. 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 Mm. We talked a lot about food. She inspired me to buy a vintage French cheese grater, rotary <laughs> cheese grater. Nice. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack by Jan Tiersen, who yes. is phenomenal. Perfect. Goodbye, Lennon, also. Hmm. Uh, so we got new episodes coming out every two weeks, so please subscribe to us on iTunes and whatever other All podcast stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dead Beef Film Society is four words. Listen to us. We're funny. We're irreverent. We're educational. Live, laugh, love. Good Twitter follow, too. Eat, love, pray. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And at, Instagram. Eat, pray, uh, <laughs> Twitter at DB Film Society, because Twitter was like all up in our stuff about length of word. Yeah. Done. But um, all the other ones at Dead B Film Society. Cool. And Dyer, what, what, are you, what are you up to these days? Um, there's a podcast called NW Nerd, Northwest what? Nerd. Yeah. If you, well, if you're talking to Alexa, you need to say NW Nerd, apparently. But um, yeah. That. No, um, yeah, we're doing this podcast. We have a couple more episodes coming up before the winter break, and then we're going to come back with uh, some more uh, great features that I have in the can. Other thing that I've been involved with recently is after doing the features with RenCon, they've kind of brought me on to help out with a few things. And one of the things that I've jumped on is the uh, kick off the cons, uh, which we did last year. 
It's essentially a convention for conventions. We have so many in this area. Inception from... convention. <laughs> That's a perfect way. Actually, we're calling it Kick Off the Cons yeah. to Wrath of the Cons. So, oh, I like that a lot, awesome. right? <laughs> so, um, use it use it while you can because San Diego Comic Con just won their legal battle. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can use anything that sounds like that anymore. Comic Con, yeah. Well, you can't say con, but you say con, can't you? Or no, yeah. like if it oh, sounds too crazy. much, like even if it is like comic and then spelled out K H A N, like con, they're like, nope. Too close. Get out of here. So, so the basics of it is that there are a lot of uh, conventions from just like the Brony convention to Ren Fairs to I don't know. Yeah, you can check out our uh, a past episode that you right. did on the quote unquote geek economy. The geek economy. That's exactly it. it. But it's more than that. I am uh, kind of getting together a content corner of sorts, better name pending, so that you can meet not only us but other folks in this region who are in some sort of nerdy niche or just nerdy, geeky niche related, whether they're vloggers, podcasters, Twitch streamers. Um, And we're all going to kind of get a little bit of a seed of a corner going because we like to be at cons, but we don't sell anything, and it's a little weird for us to be there. So um, that's a long explanation of saying that uh, Kick Off the Cons 2, Wrath of the Cons, is in January, and uh, you can look up on Facebook and uh, the website for more information. Oh, yeah. All right, I can't. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I think that's as good a place as any to wrap up the show. Uh, thank you so much to John, Emily, and Kevin for coming on. Um, the music, as always, by the Hoot Hoots. Go check them out. Go listen to them. They're great. Support your local music. Uh, if you like what you hear here on the Northwest Nerd Podcast, make sure you give us a rating, five stars on Apple Podcasts and Facebook. And while you're on that Facebook page, why don't you go ahead and give us a like, give us a follow. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter as well. We're at NW underscore nerd. You can always drop us a line, drop us an opinion, drop us a reaction over at NW-nerd.com or on any of the social media that I just mentioned. And speaking of social media, I know that with the holidays coming up, you got people coming into town. You want to do something to entertain them. Maybe they're nerdy just like you. You got to be following the Northwest Nerd Alert page on Facebook where Dyer is just constantly posting all kinds of nerdy events around the region, the Pacific Northwest, all the way down to Portland, Vancouver, up to the other Vancouver, up in BC, Seattle area, Spokane, all the way out in Idaho sometimes. Um, If you're a Northwest nerd, you got to be following the NW Nerd Alert page on Facebook. Just ask to join it. And uh, if you're not a bot, Dyer will let you in. All right. And with that, we will see you next week, nerds. I own it on DVD, which I know is super impressive to everybody out there.